0: Hello, cryptid-loving listeners. As a friendly reminder from us here at the Don't Touch My Sasquatch podcast, we frequently make crude jokes, sprinkle our sentences with naughty words, and discuss mature
1: content. Most of which may not be appropriate for all age groups. Listener discretion is advised. Now, please enjoy. Tell you right isn't that a song? Who cares? Let's go.
0: Tell me lies, tell me sweet little. That's
1: not what, what I was thinking. singing, but all right. I think I Tell think You that's Right. That's Tell You Right I think is a country song, but I'm not a country dude. So. I ain't either. It's a type of vehicle. Alright. So We're going squatching. We're going squatching, bitches. Welcome back to Don't Touch My Sasquatch Podcast. We're your host, I'm Josh. I continue to be Lennon. And we explore controversial topics with energy and a good laugh two guys that have a love and passion for these topics, things that you may have heard of, but do not know the full stories of yet. We're here to tell you those stories, share our opinions, and let you come to your own conclusions. We'll do the research so you don't have to. Keep your mind open to the possibilities that things may not be as they appear, especially today. In 1933, a man was born that would grow up to challenge the boundaries of what the human race thought was possible with their minds. His groundbreaking experiments with remote viewing, would grab the attention of the scientific community and even a government agency. Today, we'll explore his life, his research, his early research, and the profound impact he had on the field of parapsychology. His research even reached out to the unknown when he remotely viewed a planet in our solar system. Now, did Ingo Swan really possess mind-projecting abilities, or was this all just one big scam? Well, sit back, relax, and let's dive into Ingo Swan, Part One: Minds Unleashed. Now, but before it, we get going, okay, I want to say, yeah, I think this is the episode that you're enjoying Cancun, the beautiful Cancun. Pretty sure it is, <laughs> and you're. You're, you're going to uh, Chichen Itza. Mm-hmm. What, do you know what day you're going? I don't. Well, I hope you're having a great time while you're there. <laughs> I'm thinking of you right now. Thank I you. really am. A little jealous. Send lots of pictures. I shall. We'll hear all about it. Not next episode or the episode after that because, well, we're recording ahead. Yes. Like far ahead. <laughs> okay, a, little, a little stint. <laughs> a little bit. But let's uh, just want to get that out of the way. Congratulations. Well, thank and you. And thank you. Thank you. Welcome thank you. Home, even though you're not home
0: yet. I'll be very tan on the, the episode following. Maybe I thought the
1: same thing when I went to Mexico, and oh, I was yeah. like, I'm still a ghost. <laughs> dope, but you have better skin than I. Oh, uh, you cocoa butter that shit up, don't you? <laughs> don't dope. you? Cocoa butter. <laughs> 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 Anyways, well, oh, also great game last night. Great oh, yeah. game. Great game, game as game. well. Yeah. Little pew 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 it, pew. It was incredible. It was. Thank you, Orion. Great job planning that. Bachelor party. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, folks,
0: let's talk about it. What is remote viewing? Well, it's when you go and watch TV. It is. Remotely. (laughs) Remotely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, that is our episode again. Um, (laughs) Peace. (laughs) um, Some people are born with the ability to wiggle their ears. Some people are born double-jointed. But others are born with extraordinary abilities that may harness the full potential of the brain. These people mm-hmm. possess an ability which is called extrasensory perception, or ESP for short. Beautiful.
1: Thank I you. have the ability to make my hoo ha move. Oh, just yeah. clench, <laughs> clench, ha!
0: There it is. Now, ESP was first coined by parapsychology research by a parapsychology researcher in 1934 called J. B. Rhine.
1: Oh, I've heard of Rhine's Institute. Is mm-hmm. he the founder? Well, let's find out. Let's, I'll shut up. Let me just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ESP is basically a clairvoyant ability,
0: one which allows the individual to use their mind to access information on the future, present, the distance, and anywhere in between if they tap into the sensory ability in their brain. Mm. Yes. The information is not learned by the individual by the basic five senses, but by a sixth sense ESP. Yes, sir. Extrasensory perception. (laughs)
1: For centuries... I did that, by the way. The light flicker there. I did that with my mind. It was pretty incredible.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm proud of you. Thank you. For centuries, many civilizations and religions have described people within that possess these gifts. And many of these accounts are very similar in how they use them or how they harness them. Mm -hmm. In Indian yogic lore, it is said that the first of the Ashta Siddhis, or psychic powers acquired by a serious yoga practitioner is the bee is the ability <laughs> is the bee is the bee <laughs> the bee's knees baby you bend your body into a bee and you can fly <laughs> uh, is the ability of quote obtaining knowledge of the small the hidden or distant by directing the light of super physical Something blowing up
1: outside, Jesus. There's a lot of
0: ruckus out there. I was really focusing my super physical light. I saw that. Um, this is described in aphorism 3.26 of Patanjali's work, Yoga Sutras from 400 BC. Yep, that went over my head, but good job. Good There's job. A lot of words, there. research.
1: Ha-ha. <laughs> 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 got him. Oh, drinky, drinky done. <laughs> Don't spitty. Drink complete.
0: <laughs> Through the use of ESP, an individual is able to, quote unquote, remote view a place at a certain time of their choosing. Mm-hmm. The Psy sci- sci- Encyclopedia defines remote viewing as such. Remote viewing is the term for of art for a series of non-local consciousness formalized protocols mm-hmm. in which an individual is asked to provide Detailed information about a person, place, object, or event, which information they should not be able to know by reason of their being of their being shielded from it by time, space, or both. All of the above. All of the above. Usually, remote viewing is achieved after the individual individual <laughs> after the individual. <laughs> Sorry, it's a lot of reading. I it get it. It, it, is. it is.
1: Just wait till the next episode. It's a episode, folks. <laughs> it's all good. Well, that is good. I like it. Thank <laughs> you. Because <laughs> I get sit and just and break the pressing, shit pressing.
0: <laughs> yeah break the shit uh, usually remote viewing is achieved after the individual is given a prompt such as being asked by someone what they have concealed in their hand behind their back or the famous scene in Ghostbusters when Venkman is holding cards with shapes on them turned away face of diamonds yes, from the two people attempting to receive through ESP the shape on the card London what is in my hand a mouse
1: nothing shit <laughs>
0: I didn't focus hard enough.
1: A mouse? You can see that. Let me go again. All right. All right. What is in my hand? I can't say that. A mouse! Oh, shit. See, I was looking in the future. Ah, yes.
0: Yes, a disc golf. Disc. Plastic
1: Plastics and plastic distance. Oh, we scatting again. Huh? Every episode, we got to scat a little. Uh, scat, blah, blah, blah. scat is in like that kind of scat, not scat is in shit. Uh, bear scat, <laughs> bear scat. This bears been here recently? <laughs> <laughs> uh, from
0: Ryan and his colleagues in nineteen in the nineteen thirties, I should yeah. say, the research into ESP and remote viewing ability, mm-hmm. the remote viewing ability, was studied and measured through a series of basic tests: random number guessing, dice rolls. And as in Ghostbusters, card naming. Yes. But in the 1960s, it was exhausted and found to be very boring and repetitive, as it was for the last 30 years. Right. Remote viewing offered more freedom to explore the gifts of ESP and was a new way of testing the ability and to hone it in. Remote viewing allowed for the individuals to not guess the same 1 through 6 number or same suit of card, but now they were able to explore places and time with their mind. Searching for things like a metaphysical scavenger hunt. That'd be awesome.
1: It would be. Like, I kind of want to learn how to do it, if if, if if mere mortals can learn it. That, that is just like astral projection. I don't know if that's the same thing. It kind of is. But that's more part so. kind of, well, we won't get into it, but yeah. Okay. I think in the book that I talk about, he talks about that as it kind of is a, like astral projection. All right, now is a good time to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> all right. I was thinking we are going to save this for my part, but go ahead,
0: please. Um, I think I know Sharma. So, um... <clears throat> I don't know if it's quite astral projection, but have you ever... Okay, we're good. We're not talking about the book, then. No, no. Um, what is it called when you can control your dream? I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what it's called. I can't remember. Lucid dreaming.
1: Yeah, there it is. Yes. Okay.
0: So, I got fascinated with the idea one time of, trying to lucid, of having a lucid dream, where you can literally do anything and control your dream, because it's all in your mind. Yes. So... I watched a YouTube video or read something on how to do it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try it. So what you do oh, is I'm you, excited. Lay, you lay down super step. Have I ever told you this story? You haven't. Okay, uh, This is new to me. So you lay down super still in your bed and you put your arms along, along at your sides flat and you uh, lay on your back.
1: That's going to be hard for me to do because every time I lay down flat on my back in my bed, <clears throat> my hands kind of just gravitate towards the center of my body. Oh, Oh not too (laughs) not (laughs) dead.
0: Okay. (laughs) Anyway. Um, so yeah, so you lay down like that. And so I can't remember the exact prompts of what you're supposed to think of, but if I remember right, it was like you just imagine energy radiating from the center of your body. Okay. And just slowly moving out in an even pattern, circular pattern, away from the center, out through all of your appendages all the way out to your toes and fingers. Nice. And you just picture this and picture this as you lay there with no sound in the dark. Just blank stare on it. I like and you're, this so far. It's supposed to keep your mind focused to stay awake, your mind, but your body to sleep. And then you'll enter the lucid dreaming state where your mind's awake, but your
1: body's asleep. Okay, this is incredible, and I want to try it now. But, what was your experience? But. Oh, that's a, that's a mean but. Um, it also says that if
0: you feel your body vibrating, you know that you're about to enter the lucid dreaming state.
1: Okay, that's good.
0: Uh, I was not prepared for the aggression of vibration that would happen, and I felt like I was. Um, I'm an electrician. I've been electrocuted before. I felt like I was getting electrocuted, and it started to freak me out. And then I realized, hey, my arms aren't moving when I want them to, and I started to panic.
1: <laughs> That's almost like a uh, um, what we always talk sleep about sleep paralysis. Yeah.
0: I entered into uh, voluntary sleep paralysis. I started freaking out, and I was man, doing. I had to do everything I could to wake myself up. Because my mind was awake, so I did the classic thing I do to wake myself out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, since then, I have not tried it, but oh, it man. freaked the shit out of me. And I, think I know you that try if, it again. I know that if I had just probably gone a little bit further, would have been in the lucid dreams. Well, you
1: were at first new experience, scared, but now you know what to expect. Go yes. to the next stage. Maybe it'll scare you again, and you just keep going. Yes, it's but it kind was, of what it was I did with um, oh man, what's that thing? <laughs> Yeah, kicked your ass on the goddamn sure quizzes. Fucking did. Well, actually, it was the only two episode quizzes. I kicked your ass. Mm. Cryptic quizzes, we just fucking was lucky. It was lucky. It was lucky. I know. There's no memories there. <clears throat> so, anyway, yes, uh, lucid dreaming. Try gonna, it if you're not. I'm going to try it now tonight. Yeah, I am.
0: Um, there's just watch just and just read some videos. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do I it. I will. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. But the the thought of the abil- mm. the idea of having that ability, is finite.
1: Fascinating. I On my phone, I actually have a lot of side tangents. Sorry. On my phone, real quick, I actually have some stuff on how to, like, uh, astro, astro project. Not, not astral project, but yeah, whatever, remote view stuff mm-hmm. and everything. I'm, I'm trying to learn how to, or also there's a video. We have never talked about this topic. Maybe someday we will, um, where you can, like, tap into the knowledge of other stuff. and like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like That's the cool. same thing. But anyways. Please proceed with cool. our. Are we still on Ryan or are we on Ingo now?
0: Um, we're not on Ingo yet. Okay, we're, sorry. We're also please please not on Ryan. Oh, we've moved past that. It's motherfucker. All good. Um, but the new researchers found protocols. <clears throat> <clears throat> sorry, that's a hell of a protocol. <clears throat> but the new protocol. But the new researchers found protocols and tests that could measure these abilities and study them symmetrically. Systematically, not symmetrically. All the above. Systematically, just as the basic worn-out test from 30 years prior had. In 1970, a book titled Psychic Discoveries Behind the Iron Curtain by Sheila Ostrander and Lynn Schroeder was published, and published revealing the hidden research being done by the Soviets to investigate and utilize these people with abilities for the greater good of their country.
1: Beautiful, thank you.
0: You're welcome. This, however, caught the eye of the CIA and thus began their research and harnessing of the gifted few for their gains sir but before we get into the cia's investigation and tests yes sir let's talk about the man himself in ladies and gentlemen it's time to build a pyramid paint some paintings and start a revolution get ready for Lenin's history corner.
1: was, it was. It wasn't the wrong button at all. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: are you talking about? It was definitely cut. <laughs> so, enter Ingo Swan. Ingo Swan was born on September 14th of 1933 in Telluride, Colorado.
1: Telluride, right. isn't that a song? Who cares? Let's go.
0: Tell me lies, tell me sweet little. That's not what, what I, I was thinking. singing, but all right, I think Telluride. I tell like you that's ride, where you're going. I
1: tell you are going. Telluride, right, I think, is a country song, but I'm not a country dude. So. I ain't either.
0: It's a type of vehicle. All right. Swan earned a double analyzing everything with words. All right. <laughs> All right. Swan earned a double bachelor's degree in art and biology at Westminster College in Salt Lake City before serving in the US Army for three years in Korea. Oh. I didn't know he served in the Army. Yes, three years. In nice. Korea, I've heard <laughs> oh. I've heard. After returning from service, he moved to New York City. Where he worked between 1958 and 1969 at the Secretariat of the United
1: Nations. Secretariat of the United Nations. Yeah. That's incredible. I didn't know he worked there. That Something happens in part two that he describes that mm-hmm. he references that building. I, I
0: thought don't. I thought you were just like <clears throat> jumping at the name Secretariat like the horse.
1: <laughs> no. Fuck the horse. He's
0: like Secretariat.
1: Woo! Oh, I heard <laughs> <of> that one.
0: <laughs> he won. <laughs> uh... Chew. During this time, he also pursued an art career. Normal things like ethereal paintings and erotic fiction. Like double penetration. <laughs>
1: that, joke, <laughs> that joke will be made next week. It Shelby. <laughs>
0: His career in the Pharaohs. Nope. His career in the pharaohs. That's not nearly what I wrote nor set and wanted <laughs> to say. His career in the parapsychology world took off in 1969, but he dipped his toes in it throughout his life after having a few psychic events during his childhood, which led him to believe he may have latent abilities after all. After all. I like... Weird noise. Yeah. I can't even do it. The, uh, between 1970 and 1970 swan... <laughs> A lot of reading today, 1970 folks. swan. Between 19- <laughs> What year is that? It's the year of the swan. In July 9 of 1970,
1: <laughs> swan. The- uh, oh, July
0: 9. Between 1970 and 1971, yeah. swan would conduct experiments with researcher Cleve Baxter. And Cleve would say, stop looking at me,
1: swan. Stop, me, swan.
0: <laughs> in an effort to influence plants With their mental abilities. Oh, I know this. Do you? After a polygraph machine was hooked up to a plant's leaves, the test would begin. Swan would visualize in his mind different scenarios of harm or good done to the plant to trigger a response. Fire. Acid. Exactly those. Hugging. Scenarios of harm. And it would come. (laughs) (laughs) Great place to pause. And it would come. I did smaller words this time. And it isn't helping. And well, it would come in the way of
1: perturbations. Perturbation.
0: Per, perturbations. Okay. I don't know that word. Be honest um, with you? I'm pretty sure it's measurements on the polygraph because okay. after perturbations, I mesured, measured on the polygraph, which suggested a stress response from the plant. Gotcha. Things such as visualizing the plant on fire would cause such results on the machine to be recorded from the plant. But over time, the plant... Seemed to learn that there was, in fact, no active threat on itself, and therefore the stress re- response would lessen and lessen. To combat this, a new stressor was visualized, such as dropping acid on the plant's leaves, and again the stress level would register at an all time high on the polygraph before
1: fading away yet again gotcha. and yet again. Two things <clears throat> okay, first perturbations, anxiety, mental uneasiness. Okay, that's what the definition is. Second thing, the plant learned. That there was no threat. I think that's pretty incredible, personally.
0: It was super stressed at the initial, and every time, it went less and less and less, as if it realized there's no actual physical threat.
1: So it's almost like it kind of has some kind of, uh, um, I don't know, Consciousness. consciousness. Yes. So all you people not eating animals... Because they have consciousness. Guess what? Plants do too. What are you eating now? Yeah. You are consuming <laughs> oxygen. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah, but then as soon as a new one was introduced, it yeah. was
1: again the same exact thing. Oh, so can it, it learned it and then it, a new, uh, or this time it's a fire or something. Mm-hmm. And it, okay. Right. Yeah.
0: So the test culminated in Baxter and Swan coming to the conclusion that Josh and I just did. That plants must possess some kind of consciousness. Oh. Other tests he participated in involved experiments in which he would alter the electrical conductivity of graphite samples with his psychic abilities. Now, some of these tests that he was part of huh. were super scientific, super mathematical, right. and super big-ass words. That's all right. Another involved a pressurized gas in small canisters. In this experiment, instruments collected data on electrons released from excited gases in a small canister. <laughs> This was the instrument used to measure the data in this test. It acted in the same way as a Geiger counter measures for radioactivity. Gotcha. So excited gas, mm-hmm. release of electrons, instrument measures the excited gas. i I'm tell you, so proud of your maturity for holding it together through saying
1: excited gas. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> now that you mention that, I'm going to just leave that joke on the table. Please proceed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Swan successfully
0: caused spikes in the levels of electrons produced from these gases mm-hmm. upon his thought commands. Another test and demonstration of his psychic abilities and development. Around the same time, he participated in an experiment, experimental photo mm-hmm. session, where the photographer where well, he was naked. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I like that response. Whoa. I hate every <laughs> It's all good. I've shuffled sideways. There should be a lot of alterations It <laughs> be. I don't know what's going on with them, but... Around the same time he participated, I said, <laughs> where the photographer's goal was to capture on film a visual representation... Of his ...of penis. the psychic abilities at play and his penis <laughs> no, <laughs> at play with a subject in mm-hmm. a dark room.
1: What was he expecting to, like,
0: photograph, though? He was. He would have them use their psychic abilities in a dark room. Right, right, right. Take a picture, and he was hoping to photograph their psychic abilities on a visual scale.
1: Okay, was he successful at any rate?
0: Well, it is alleged that Swan's photo showed a luminous ball floating above his head. Oh. And this was the confirmation that Swan needed that he did, in fact, possess abilities. That's actually kind of incredible. It is cool.
1: Um, I want to know if this photo is available. I
0: don't know. It... Everything I saw said it was a legend or supposedly, so I don't know if uh, anyone's uh-huh. ever okay. say confirmed. Say a legend. Oh, okay. Allegedly. Oh. Supposedly, so I don't know if anything's ever. You could, yeah, see what you can find. I mean, maybe yep. it would be cool. I'd like to see it. It did not look. Great,
1: Great thing uh, about this episode is I could just tap it, tap it, tap it over here. You pull that up real quick. Sweet little No, I got nothing. Sweet little lies. I got a nice picture of Ingo Swan. That's about it. Well. What the fuck is this? I don't know if I want to know. Okay, it doesn't show like pecker or anything like that, but it shows. <laughs> <Pecker>. <laughs> it shows. Um, it's like a picture. Okay. In a box. Okay. And it's it literally looks like a male or a female from behind, naked, and they're spreading their cheeks. Do you see like asshole and all? No, no. That's what I'm saying. It's like a. a but gender neutral,
0: but here's the thing: every yeah. gender has an asshole. <laughs> they sure do. anyway, that's fantastic. It might have been mm-hmm. one of his arts, because
1: uh, he he did pursue art quite a bit. Well, I didn't type in his name. It's okay. I'll, I'll get it on the flip side.
0: Like, catch on the flip, with Ingo Swan, sucked a dick, asshole. <laughs> it's not Ingo
1: Swan. No, it's not his. Okay, I was about to say it's not him.
0: It's not his asshole. <laughs>
1: it's somebody else's. Stoke, you're getting excited for nothing. Where are you at? Who? You. I'm on episode. Ah, 55. no, 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 no. I got you, and I will delete this in a second. Hey, there you are, and there I am. Oh, I didn't copy it. I saved it. Dumb fuck.
0: Damn it! Damn it all! I got an asshole saved <laughs> on my screen. <script.
1: laughs> Now you what see What Oh I mean? fuck? <laughs> That's what popped up. That is... Oh, boy. <laughs> see what I mean? Like, you can't see anything,
0: but... What? Shit. Yeah, could have done without that in my life. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll show you more assholes later. <laughs> well, during this time between 1971 and 1973... Yeah. He was introduced to and worked closely with the American Society for Psychical Research. Or the American Society for Psychological Research. Oh. We'll I never that. said ASPR. That's okay. So, here he would participate in more experiments and tests which propelled his psychic prowess even further. Ah, it's kind of like a muscle. You strengthen it by using it more. Exactly. I like. He you. was tested on his psychic abilities first by Gertrude Schmeidler. Fuck, I thought it was Groot. <laughs> by Groot. <I'm> Groot. <laughs> he was testing, they were testing... For PK abilities, as they referred to it as Petal-t-t-K-K. PK, yes, PK. Proud of you, standing for psychokinetic abilities. Gotcha, psychokinesis.
1: Yes, chinesis or oh, chinesis, as some dumb dumb say. As early on in our fucking team, early, time. early on, I don't remember how far back. It Any. was. It was during episode four or five on Amityville House. Yes, it I, was I think it was five psychokinesis. Go check it out because that was. Good times. Good, Good times. times. Good times. Glad much, we've grown since much then. Different us? Yeah. Very much it's different. It's been a minute us. since we've called out how shitty we were. <laughs> <laughs> but it was entertaining, nonetheless. <laughs>
0: nonetheless. One of the first tests Swan participated in was a test involving the manipulation or more so changing of the temperature of a graphite sample mm-hmm. in within an insulated thermos. Gotcha. A set up. As a set of controls for the experiment, the instructions were for Swan to alternate between changing the temperature within the insulated thermos on hot and cold alternation. Gotcha. So he, all he had to do was just alternate between hot and cold, hot, cold for the hot, test. Cold. So we he know had to that you're increase doing. Increase the hot, increase the heat temperature, mm-hmm. and then decrease it down to less than its normal right. State. Right. 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 Um, meaning that if the original instruction was for him to increase the temperature and it raised and kept it on raising, it could be seen as a natural progression of heat buildup within th- within, and vice versa. It is a... <coughs> You're bueno. Sorry about that. It is a measurable test. Though. And a control. So, to see the... Got it. Yes. But on the alternating instruction, it would be more clearly seen as the result of PK manipulation of the graphite sample. It is also noted that the scale of the effect he had on the temperature did not vary by distance, which was already set at 25 foot from Swan, but more so by psychological variables, another indication of his PK abilities at play.
1: So it doesn't matter how far or close it is, it just mattered on mental state? Yes. Got it. Yes, I'm the one that dumb it down over here. <laughs> He's <laughs> got it. He began to dip his toes into the mind
0: out of body world of PK abilities at the American Society for Psychical Research as well. He was subject. Poor guy. Just say ASPR. The ASPR. No. American. Yeah, A-S-P-R. ASPR. Asper. 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 Uh. <laughs> Asper. We're just gonna keep screaming <laughs> louder and louder. Asper. Asper. <laughs> He was subject to a test in which he would attempt to project his consciousness into a sealed box placed on a platform a few feet above his head and discern what was within the sealed box, whether it be an object or a shape or anything, really. Right. He was monitored. It's dark in here. (laughs) I can't see anything. Spoilers. He was monitored by researchers and instruments that would measure for movement from Swan in any way. Time and time again he would succeed in describing the contents within the box.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In one test he was in one test when asked what was within the box he accurately described it as being dark. This was notable mm-hmm. because the light bulb placed within was out, a fact that he told the researchers that he told the researchers himself without
1: him knowing or being able to find out the information prior to the test. It's dark in this box. Ah. I guess it doesn't work all the time. No, it, it's dark because there's not there's a light bulb that's out. out. Yes, they had no idea so the light bulb was blown. blown. It was basically like
0: that, right? Yeah, that's exactly how
1: it went. <laughs> he was so influential at Asper. In Christmas. In Christmas. <laughs> Incredible is what I meant to say. In Christmas. In Christmas, we trust. It's about six months away. <laughs> Let's not rush it. Yes. In one wow, wow, wow. He was yeah. so
0: influential. That's <laughs> our musical time. <laughs> he was so influential at ASPR that between 1972 and 1973 he even began helping them to develop experimental protocols that tested for the existence of a mind dynamic process mm. that would strengthen esp abilities incredible so he's starting to become more influential in the creation and development and research of this ability of these right. abilities for so, the country for everybody really right.
1: so now he's become creating exercises to do to strengthen that exactly. again Like a muscle. Because he's very
0: strong with this. He's strong with the force.
1: Oh, speaking of the force, we got to fight alongside old Obi-Wan yesterday. (laughs) That was incredible. Instead of strippers, we got you Obi-Wan for your bachelor party. (laughs) (laughs) It was the greatest bachelor party ever. (laughs) Never
0: forget that. He was so influential in these times.
1: For the Republic! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit!
0: (laughs) Yes, he did scream that. Yeah, he was so influential in these times. Not Obi Wan. We're talking about Ingo again. Ingo, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, with the help of Doctor Carlos Osis, that's a name I I wrote but never read out loud. Carlos
1: car Carlos
0: Osis. No, Carlos Carlos Osis. Doctor Carlos Osis. Okay. Doctor Janet Mitchell, Doctor and Doctor Gertrude Schmeidler. He mm. created the term. He created the term remote viewing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he okay. coined it. The ability described by them for an individual to view a target from a distance, a distance that in the future tests would become a very broad generalization for time and space.
1: Bum, bum, bum.
0: Now, from Asper, in 1972, Curs. Ingo Swan <laughs> became involved with the psychic <coughs> research being done at the Stanford Research Institute, Institute, or SRI. SRI. Ooh, but the research important. being conducted at SRI was actually a government-funded project by the CIA li- led by Dr. H.E. Puthoff.
1: That's really putting
0: off. Listen here, motherfuckers. <laughs> From now on, mm-hmm. I want everybody to be addressed by their first initial, middle initial, then last name. Mr. At My Wedding. My wife's making the cards today Yeah. for names, and I'm going to make sure she does that for all of us.
1: <laughs> I like it. I can't say our last name, but Lennon will bleep it out. So my name is J.A. Yeah. There's, a little, there's a little bleep in the... Lord J A. I, I forgot about... I never mentioned that, and I forgot the damn the certificate. I bought some land in Scotland. I am now officially a lord. Yeah, you don't know, salute a lord. You bow to a lord. We are your humble servants. <laughs> yes, yes. Now uh, go fetch me some tea. No, 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 no. I have so many T's here, Do <laughs> You have no idea. I have a big case T, a lowercase T, <laughs> a squiggly one. line T, a cursive T. A cursive one is a
0: fancy one. That took me a while to acquire. <laughs> I have a Latin T. Oh. Yeah, I'll take the Latin one. Dope. I had a weird dream last night. Oh, we're back to dreams. I was speaking Latin <laughs> in my dream. You sure it was Latin? I don't know. I'm, and I, we had a conversation with people in my dream where I was like, "Yeah, that was Latin." It mean, wasn't that blunt. <laughs> it wasn't that blunt, but Latin. I think it was reading like something on a wall, and it was in Latin. I was like, "That means this." It's a weird dream. Cristo. It was actually really weird. I was exploring like this weird, like campus of like from like the seventeen hundreds that was like still a modern day like university. Yeah, it was really strange. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it because I was doing electrical work
1: in there too. We'll analyze this in another time. Somebody who analyzes <laughs> dreams, help me. Oh, I have a dream. I'm not gonna tell you about it. It's not bad or anything, it's just long. The other night I had a dream
0: my wife Incredible. was driving a bus through the Dunkin' Donuts parking lot. That's well, she's a bus
1: driver now. <laughs> you <don't> get it. <laughs> oh. Well, my dream. Yeah. Okay, I'll tell it. Okay. All right, <laughs> my dream. Was uh so I was in a hotel. Sure. Lived in the penthouse house. Penthole. Penthole. I lived in the penthole. I lived in the penthouse of a hotel. I don't know how you live there. Don't ask. It's a dream. It's weird. Yeah. This this penthouse had windows all around. Sure. So you could see out. Um, some woman knocked on my door. I opened it up. She was talking to me. Down the hallway I saw Janet walking down towards me. Mm -hmm. Got very jealous that I was talking to another woman. Then the next thing I know, you know how dreams go. All of a sudden it like skips forward, but it doesn't feel like it skipped forward, just natural. And we're all in the room. No, nothing weird and funny business is happening. We're all in the room talking. Oh, I can't remember what's happening, but there's a big flash from behind me and a boom. I oh. look out. A UFO just crashed. Oh, and what shit. came out of the UFO was this monkey looking man. And it was attacking all the police and killing him. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. And then the next thing I know, this monkey motherfucking thing is is outside our window. Okay. And it's like banging on the window. And I'm trying to shoot away because <laughs> that's what you do with a alien. <laughs> Go shoot, 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 shoot! Shoo. Get out of here! You're on the penthouse level too. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, I I think I knocked on the window to try to scare it away. Again, yeah. a UFO just crashed. Yeah. With a monkey, uh, humanoid uh-huh. coming out of it, and I'm banging on a window like it's going to scare it away. Yeah. And then the glass like started shattering, and then I woke up. And That was my dream. Now. For you, dream analyze, an, analysis, Anal- analysis, analysers, whatever. Tell me what the fuck that meant. It <laughs> hey, meant you're crazy. Fucking, great. <laughs> I fucking love it. Oh,
0: I've had some wild <laughs> dreams. Dreams are <laughs> they, incredible. They but See, are. that's why I was like, I want to be able to control this because, like, all this shit that we, these wild dreams we have, where it's like, what if you had a conversation with that monkey, Sasquatch, alien thing? You know, right. like, what if you could be like.
1: Hey, Jim sudden, Bob, why are you attacking us?
0: Right? Like or or what if you could be like, yeah, fuck this and then you just fly out the window and fly away. And now like you're Dr. Strange? Exactly. You just fly it. around over this city that your mind is building for itself with a monk
1: uh a alien holding, hand with the, holding exactly. hands with the monkey man singing I believe <laughs> I can fly. A whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you build a spaceship? Can you tell me that? No, all right. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. I don't know what that means, but let's go.
0: <laughs> well, in two weeks, I want an update. On what? Sometime give me an update on your, your attempt at lucid dreaming, because I'm so, realizing
1: none of this time frame is going to work. <laughs> Here's the time frame that'll work, okay? Over the next week, currently present here, me and you talking, Yes, I will try to do something. On episode 58, if anything happens, I will let you know. That is... In a week for us, in two weeks for you, listeners. Beautiful. That, that sounds good. That makes right. perfect sense. I, makes I know sense. it's. I know our timelines are fucked up because of the wedding and all that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, who the
0: fuck's got to get married? God <laughs> I'm damn. Happy for you, I. Someone's. Yeah, we, we're mm-hmm. gonna. Yeah,
1: we're gonna make sure the podcast boys get some dapper, fake gun photos back to back. Oh, we're gonna look fucking class. Yeah, and then Orion just hurdling us over. <laughs> Whee! <laughs> and Orion over the moon's, moon. Moon. Mm-hmm. It's almost like maybe there's something to do with the moon. It's like a dead satellite. Nothing to see here, right? hmm Well, I'm, I'm teasing it like the next episode is <laughs> coming up right now. Well, the cool thing is is I really do want to do an episode on the moon.
0: Oh, fuck yeah. I've got so like, many ideas about the moon. I'm sorry. it, it kind of goes... Per, not like my ideas. I've got so many things about the moon that we'd yeah. like to talk about.
1: But... Okay, this is part one of Ingo Swan. Part two of Ingo Swan. Spoiler, it talks about the moon a little bit. Yeah. By a little bit, of me a lot. In that, I almost want to just do next week's episode on the fucking moon and just kind of have it all go, wee. I don't know why we. It's up to you. Well, let's finish it. In- that was some business, dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right, baby. Dr. H.E. Puthoff was, was heading
0: up pudding. the project. <laughs> <laughs> so Swan was invited to California, like I said. Ted, <laughs> you're Ted now. He good man. His ever developing protocols and skills in remote viewing are mm-hmm. best known for his work he did at SRI. The goal, their goal of the project, was to study a form of ESP which did not come involuntarily but more so one that could be harnessed and channeled at will. Yeah, something Ingo Swan had had previous success with in the past with yes, his out of body experience stuff or the remote viewing as he eventually coined it, yes, sir. The evolution of his prior research on out-of-body experiments, remote viewing, now had a place and team behind him to help produce a more developed and defined entity of ESP research. That
1: was like putting me in suspense. (laughs)
0: Uh, The project was given eight months, just eight months, to produce a result. Well, that was easy. He's already produced results. He has. But the CIA only gave the SRI team eight months. They said, we want eight months from now, you need to give us some kind of result that we can justify continuing with this. All right. Because they had found out that the Soviets have been practicing it. Um, speaking of all this stuff, I wanted to mention it, but my ADD brain just remembered. Yes, please uh, so. Have you ever seen the, the movie, The Men Who Stare at Goats? Never heard of it. Fantastic movie. It's about this, this it's the government practicing or doing projects with ESP. Mm. It's got George Clooney in it. Um, fuck a bunch of other people that I'm blanking on, but yeah, it's called the Men Who Stare at Goats, and uh, it's incredible. It's funny.
1: Okay, I'm gonna check that out then. Yeah,
0: <coughs> um, I think it's, it's obviously loosely based on the real tests and stuff that they conducted, dramatized and all that stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, uh, Dijon mustard, the usual suspects. Um, so day in and day out, he participated in countless repetitive tests. Yeah. Repetitive tests that he described as making one grow bored and bored of and boredom only worsens the individual's psychic credibility and results. You're
1: right. So, how are we going to spice this up? Spice what? Up? Making it less boring. Oh,
0: well, let's talk about some of the boring tests first. So,
1: together. Okay. <laughs> right. She was. Go ahead. Bit of fun.
0: Together, the SRI and Swan collaborated. On developing tests and protocols that became the standard for remote viewing tests and tests amongst researchers in this field. Yes, sir. Again, developing more shit stuff for yeah. this stuff. He's just, yeah.
1: He's uh, like becoming a, a trailblazer.
0: He's becoming yep. a very big player in this. Yes. One test that he was subjected to wa- at the SRI <laughs> was one which involved Swan projecting his consciousness to a location off of a set of randomly selected coordinates on a map yes in 10 tests he was successful seven times so he was also yes and it also increased every time afterwards I think it's he like said again, they muscle. ended up doing like 50 of them yes. yeah he was ju- also just as successful when the coordinates were those of secret bases in other countries that were only corroborated by top-secret satellite images which accurately depicted what he had seen there
1: oh
0: now you can see what the yeah, CIA is coming into play
1: with this I see it so the the uh, little backstory is they used to use just like right, I want you to remote view Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. And then he'd remote view it and oh it's raining in Phoenix, which is weird because it never rains. They checked the weather by calling in because back then there was no computers really. I mean, you know, yeah. It's not like as easy as it's so. now. So they had to call in. It was actually raining or it just it rained in, in Phoenix. But that became difficult because think of it this way. You say, I want you to remote view. New York City. Got it. Skyscrapers. Yep. You're going to say, I see skyscrapers. I see all the Empire stuff. State Building. So that's why they developed this system of coordinate ordinance to um, make it so that he didn't know where the fuck is exactly. being told. And that would be it. Then he would describe it and it would be like, boom, that's what it is. Exactly. So that's the progression of why it was coordinates. Um, I, I don't understand. He doesn't even understand, really, I guess. How it works with coordinates? Because it's not like... Well, he does know. describe it a little bit. He does? Yes. Oh, sweet. I'll, I'll get to that to you. So, yes, okay. he does.
0: Um Actually, I'll describe it right now. <laughs> I like <laughs> it. next one. <laughs> Fuck me. He described that the coordinates seem to work better for him than, than just a direct target to focus on because he thought of it as such. Coordinates are used to find a way across the globe physically and... And right. such, it should also be applicable to the mind as well. As opposed to just visualizing, hey, tell me what you see on this island at this structure. Like you said, like, right. you're going to see in your head, you're going to get that, Maybe we'll call it predisposed a false. Predisposed already. Yes, false negative, yep. predisposed. Because I've been to Walmart 100 times. Yep. I can fucking memorize the aisles. But exactly. if you fucking dropped me at a Walmart 55. Hundred miles away, you know, and also didn't
1: tell me it was a Walmart. Fifty five hundred miles. Exactly. Away. You just said it was twenty seven north, fifty two east, longitude, and then whatever the latitude is. Right. I made some shit up. Hopefully that that's didn't also too
0: stupid. No, but that's a big area because you didn't do minutes and seconds. Well,
1: yeah, <laughs> I didn't want. I don't. Yeah, just sd <laughs> All right, S A sd
0: Oh, sashimi. <laughs> Thus proving. His psychic abilities at work rather than a geographic memory of a map. Gotcha. Yeah,
1: exactly. yeah. Okay, alright. So we'll just, yeah, same. So, Confirm um, Did you talk about his his uh his his dream and how he came up with this? I did not. Okay. Uh so if I remember correctly, because I didn't write in this down, basically he was I think he was dreaming. Okay. And then Man, I said that so intensely. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, tell me more. And then he went to a place, and a voice spoke to him and said, "Zool, try using coordinates." Uh huh. I don't know what Zool is. Sorry. Ghostbusters.
0: Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. A voice. I opened the fridge, and a voice said, "Zool." <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. You're fine. I it just there I didn't it. get the
1: reference, and my bad. Um. Anyways, that's how he came. That's how he suggested. Using coordinates. That's cool. And then the team was skeptical at first, but then obviously grew to be like, "Oh fuck, this is working."
0: Uh, the team is skeptical on a lot of shit.
1: Well, as they should be. That's kind of it makes a good team, right? Yeah, but at the same you think time. the Earth is hollow, and I say you're fucking nuts, and then we go back and forth, and it's like, I well, all right, the Earth is hollow. Maybe all right. a little bit. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it was a, it was just an
0: example, a joke. I yeah, know it was a joke. I definitely don't think there's a hollow or the
1: moon. Or the moon. I'm the one that thinks the moon's out. Look,
0: up. we can agree on one thing: the Earth is definitely not flat. People yes, hundred percent stupid. <laughs> it,
1: uh, yeah, the, I the believe idea, some out
0: there it, shit, but the Earth is
1: not fucking flat. I I believe less, but still uh, out there shit. But Earth is not fucking flat. No, it's right?
0: not. My favorite was when the flat earthers. You can find this clip on YouTube. It's worth a it's worth a watch. They um they did this experiment. They're like, if it if they they took up they took these um. Two pedestals yeah. at a certain distance away did all the math for it. They shined a flashlight at one end, and they had a hole at the other end. And if at the certain height, if they look through the hole, then they could, and they could see the flashlight, then it proved that the Earth is flat because it's on the same plane. You know what I'm saying? Right, Visually. right, right, right. But if the Earth is round, it's not going to be looking at the same, you know, because it's at right. a different... Angle.
1: Yes. Or, yeah.
0: Yes. So to compensate for that, so they did all the measurements, and so they had the guy set up. He goes, we're going to do the experiment now. This is finally going to prove it. And so he looks through the hole, and he does not see the flashlight. And he goes, he walkies over there, he goes, do you have the flashlight on? He's like, yes. And he goes, hmm. he goes, raise it up a little bit to the height that it would be at if the earth is round. And he raises it up, and you could see through the camera, the flashlight. And he goes, huh, that's weird. Something that's weird. And he goes, put it back down, and it's gone. You can watch it drop out of frame. <laughs> it's like,
1: so good. It's flat. <laughs> it, it, fucking, it, may, it makes my day shit like that. Raise it up to where it would be if the earth was round. Hmm. All right. Um, nothing to see here, folks. Let's just turn the cameras off. <laughs> so, so fucking good. <laughs> it was
0: like, you you know the, the joke, the meme, where they play the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme song? Yeah. Yeah, they, it's like, ones really put that on there at the end where it's like, ah, shit. <laughs> so, Swanee. Yes. Old Swanee boy. Let's, let's get back to him. Um, together, I just got to find my place now. Together as one. In his years at the SRI, he was influential in the SRI's development of a new training method of remote viewing. Yeah. This new training method would become the basis for remote viewing tests conducted by the military, under the name Controlled Remote Viewing. Okay. So the Controlled Remote Viewing ended up becoming basically the main thing that the military focused on in their projects, right. um, in their base set of protocols, commands, instructions, and so forth. Right. And he, he made it. Swan created a six-stage it. training method, which was scientifically tested thoroughly and used in these military programs that were confirmed by declassified documents released in recent years by the CIA. Yeah, I love those documents. <laughs> yeah, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't read them. Uh, I did not either. I f- yeah, yeah. But most notably of his remote viewing tests done at SRI were those where he accurately projected his consciousness to the French administered island of Karugulin.
1: I thought you say Elba. That's where old Napoleon Dynamo. Ah Bonaparte. <laughs> you were close. <laughs> accurately seeing and describing a French Russian
0: meteorological station.
1: Oh. Yes. I'm sure he hasn't been there before.
0: And probably not. But more impressive yet this is the big cheese. The big dog. More impressive yet was his remote. Aunt Mildred's house. Mild, Aunt Fucking Mildred. Fucking
1: Aunt Mildred from Jersey Mike. Devil. Jersey What's that? Oh, that's a restaurant. Jersey Mike is a sub place that actually I kinda wanna try. I wanna try Neither cheap. way. Either way, neither way. And anyways. <laughs> Please proceed where he went. It was remote viewing of a location not on
0: this earth, but of Jupiter. Oh, Uranus. As a way to break free of the mundane, boring test he was conducting every Mm -hmm. day, he had an idea for a new test, one that might reignite the adventure of the abilities. Because as he said before, is that the boring produces less results. Right. Because and he was just hating going to do this every day. I mean, he was getting paid to be part of this. Very and little, he, but yeah. Very little, but he was like, I'm doing all these same tests over and over and over. Right, that gets I mean, boring. Exactly. How many times do you want to mm-hmm. guess the fucking shape of a, a shape in a box or something, you know?
1: it's my dick in a box. It's a dick this time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I see. I, uh, Guys, am I in the right? Did you, Is this a bathroom? Why do <laughs> I see a penis? <laughs> is this a bathroom <laughs> this time? <laughs>
0: So as a way to break free of the mundane boring tests he was doing, yes. he had an idea for a new test that one I said all of that. You did. You're you're talking about Uranus now. As opposed <laughs> as opposed to remote viewing an object from the next room, he was excited at the idea of pushing his capabilities to extend into space. But there was the issue of credibility of the test. Mm-hmm. He describes the feeling by a test of this nature as ridiculous to some. And in in his research community, which the research community was already looked at as ridiculous by some. So, it was two stages down the line of ridiculous. Yeah. After all, you can say the object in the other room is an apple and go confirm it by walking down the hall to the room. Which was big to him, to be able to confirm feedback. Right. Exactly. There's controls, there's data, instruments, researchers, and so on, all which make the ter- test credible, mm-hmm. and back it up with data to wrap it into a nice little bow of a document. Goddamn right. Fucking A right. Data.
1: Science.
0: Data. Haha! Ha. Science, bitch! <laughs> but to take a space trek to another planet through your mind it seemed a little bit out there to the SRIT. And how the fuck would you confirm something? Any of those claims you have. Well, this was why he had the whole idea of going to Jupiter. Why? He thought it would be an awesome idea for them to get ahead of, the Sept- of September's Pioneer Jupiter flyby mission and see September see September and see Jupiter first to record details <laughs> that they could then confirm with their mission yeah so I like it so far April of 1973 he yeah. did just that yeah what do you see well he decided to conduct the test himself on his own time because okay. that's where I said no fuck it we're not doing that shit sorry so he said fuck you I'll do it myself so he did on his own time at home but he knew he needed to talk he knew he needed to have the data to back it all up he couldn't just say Hey, I went here and I saw this stuff. Here we go. So he did all of his protocols and data. And wrote it all down. All himself. He knew that he needed to accurately describe and document the info that he received upon observation of the planet that had Mm -hmm. not been discovered yet. So that way there was proof that he had first described it before it became common knowledge to anyone else on Earth when it was discovered. Yes, sir. He was excited at the thought of being able to prove in September of that year that his findings prove some of his findings, when the current NASA mission had reached Jupiter. Mm -hmm. After using the Earth and the Sun, he triangulated Jupiter's position in space to know exactly where he was sending his mind. Because as before, we talked about, he needed a location.
1: Of course. You can't just wander out there. Exactly.
0: So he set off on his remote viewing mission. He called it the Jupiter probe. Yeah. He He projected his consciousness past our atmosphere, past our moon, pushing deeper and deeper into concentration in space until he finally reached Jupiter. When he was done, he had collected his data, Mm -hmm. and he sent out copies of the raw data he had gathered to as many people on the proper channels as he could, people who would receive the information and have the means and tools at their disposal to understand and distinguish the truth and information that he had provided. Incredible. And by all accounts, it was a success. Many distinguished scientists accepted it, and the portion of acceptance had far outweighed the portion of those who laughed it off, which was to his surprise. He figured everyone was going to think this was bullshit. Right now that he had completed the test and had his data, it was time to wait for the proof to come in over the next few years. He, That's now was the waiting game.
1: That's gotta be. Think of put yourself in issues. That's got to be anxious as fuck. Like you just send like, out. Come on, okay, come on. I just want the data back. Come on, give me the data. Exactly. Now let's talk about the data. Yes, please.
0: He had thirteen factors, as he called it, Ooh, that like were it. received as raw data. Mm-hmm. These thirteen factors were descriptions of data he had collected from his consciousness time on Jupiter, as well as hand-drawn sketches that he had. Following his probe, as in Jupiter probe. He, he drew a bunch that. of shit, too. Yep. Well, he's an artist. No, no, it wasn't. It was negative. negative. That was, that's helpful. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. So, let's talk about these 13 factors. Please do. 13 factors were as follows. One, the existence of a hydrogen mantle, proven in September 1973 and 1975. Beautiful. Storms. Proven in 1976. Now the he's big specific. was specific on storms. It wasn't just like man, there's fucking storms there. Right. He's specific on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But this is proven in 1976. Something like a large tornado. Oh. Proven in 1976 to be a rotating cyclone. That was the big spot on Jupiter, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, high infrared readings proven in 1974. Temperature inversion proven in 1975. Cloud colors and configurations, proven in 1979. That's not something you can fucking witness by looking at a telescope. No. Seriously. Exactly. Dominant orange color scheme. Again.
1: Same. Again, very difficult.
0: Yeah. Proven in 1979. Presence of water and ice crystals in the atmosphere. Yeah. Proven in 1975. Fuck yeah, baby. Crystal bands that reflect radio probes. Okay.
1: Proven in
0: 1975. Really? Magnetic and electromagnetic auroras. Okay. Proven in 1975. A lot in 1975. Now, a planetary ring. Yeah. This was proven. This was proven in 1979. A fact that before 1979 was denounced to be a possibility on the planet Jupiter by almost every scientist.
1: He said it was like a Saturn ring, but of asteroids.
0: Yes, exactly. And everybody, that was one of the things everyone was like, no, you're fucking crazy. Yeah, till but, 1979. And then it was proven. And then photographed in early 2000. Yes. Liquid composition, proven in 1973 and 1976. I believe it was hydrogen, liquid hydrogen.
1: Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm not 100% sure either. Mountains and a
0: solid core, as of 1991, not proven, but highly thought plausible. to be the
1: case. Yeah. Yes. Of those 13... But that can't be concern, <clears throat> considered proven, then. They just think it is. Exactly. So that's why I, that's the yeah, only Exactly, one. yep.
0: I, of those 13, yeah, only one of them hasn't been confirmed, but it's thought to be highly plausible. Right, and as time goes on, maybe it'll be confirmed. Who and knows? this was from the book that you and I had covered. Yeah. I mean, it, I didn't get a chance to do the research and see if by yeah. now it had been proven.
1: Right, right, right. But, um, yeah,
0: by 1975... Six of the thirteen factors had had been confirmed. This was
1: that same year again by nineteen seventy five. Yes, September by seventy five. Yes, yeah. Um, I know you said it, I was just again reiterating that. Yeah, I got you. This was instant, so that six. It, yeah, exactly. leads credibility. Six of them were confirmed. Yeah. that's a hell. That's a percentage right there, though. Fuck yeah, six. Just six out of thirteen, 13 just guesses, on, if you will. Guesses. It's just under half. Yeah, exactly.
0: Which it was only that because of the limitations of the hmm. missions that they had sent there. To later years, yeah. Exactly. Um, so six of the 13 had been confirmed, which gave credibility to his claims of remote viewing the planet Jupiter. His Jupiter probe had been so far a great success. In September of 1973, when the evidence for his claims began rolling in from NASA, his attention shifted from side-eye and laughable tests mm-hmm.
1: from... S- I think I know what you're saying. Side eye and laughable, to yeah. Uh, right. Test was in there for no reason. Oh, okay. His attention shifted
0: from side eye and laughable to a more positive note. The attention grew and helped the Sri project by increasing the possibilities for testing and the boundaries in which they could push to reach. The CIA was excited at the advantage that advantages that an ability like this could provide for the country mm-hmm. to get a leg up on any of their enemies. Yeah, but we. Go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I, I, I was agreeing with I was saying, yeah. And, you know, they, they really were like MK Ultra and all yes. that. They did a lot of experiments with mind control and, and remote viewing and all this shit. Fuck. So.
0: They had a project that he was, they had another project. Yeah. You see, I read about it. They had, they had another project that he was part of. I can't remember what it was called. Project something with an S. I can't remember. But anyway, yes, they did a lot of these mind projects. Well, they, they were fucking yeah. doing anything they could.
1: Yeah, we probably still are. You know? Uh, I would assume so. But yeah. Can, I, will ni- I will neither confirm nor deny this. Oh, he's part of it, guys. Jacquez. Yeah.
0: Jacquez, it. Vali. It's actually me. <laughs> we leave Ingo Swan, part one on this Aww. high note. <laughs> A successful mission which kept yielding confirmation of the results a highly developing ability which did not suffer from the common psychic degrading others had, foc- others had from focusing their abilities too long. Because that was another thing he said, is that he kind of had a, had a, this ability stronger than others because for others, it's like, um, oh, what's the... Ugh, fuck, blanking on the word. What's it called? Fatigue. 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 Oh, okay. I got you. Others had fatigue on this. If you focus on something for too long... It slowly fatigues out of your mind. Right. You're just fatiguing a muscle. Right. Now, for him, he could focus this longer and longer without having fatigue. And he was, we'll call him a bodybuilder in this sense. Yeah. He was strong with it. He was
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get to the job.
0: There it is. I can't really do it, but I tried. But this is where we leave Ingo Swan in 1975, just as he received a strange phone call in the middle of the night. Yeah. And we'll pick back up on that. Part two of Ingo
1: Swan. Incredible story. Part two is. Oh, I'm sorry. Axelrod. Part, right? part two of Ingo Swan. Ingo Swan, part two. Axelrod. Oh, shit. Hell a of a name. phone calls. It's a great name. Something to that name. Because when I used that name in our laser tag yesterday, I killed it. When I changed the name to the Joker, I sucked. Uh, yeah. It was it's, it's
0: all in the name, all right? It's all in the name. I mean, general, Obi Wan had like 50,000 points. I don't know right? if you saw that. I didn't. It's incredible. It doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise
1: me. He's a fucking general, for God's sake. Right? I mean, I want five of you to come follow me on the right. (laughs) Did you hear him, or were you on our team? No, you told me Okay, before we started. Oh, I did, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I did. I can't remember. It's all good. I'm still riding the high of that. (laughs) It was incredible. Uh, But, yeah, I'm looking forward to next week, or for us right now, five minutes, because we're going to take a break. (laughs) Yes. Um. It's incredible. It's the great. story. I don't know what's true or what's not. Thank
0: you for bringing this story to my attention because I course. have never heard
1: of this man. I'm hoping there's a couple other on the docket. I think the same thing. Like, it'll, when I bring it to you, if you haven't heard of it, you're going to fucking be. Woo! Yeah, baby. It's very incredible. Good. I'm glad I'm glad you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, on that note, hit him with the outro. Let's get on the. Uh, I, I don't know. I was going to rhyme and I got nothing to so Hit good. him with the outro. All right. Well, my
0: ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, the squatches. Thank you all so much for listening. Oh, ladies, gentlemen, and squatches, and remote viewing capable people.
1: It's
0: (laughs) going to be us soon. Yes. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. If you would like to reach out to us and let us know your thoughts and opinions, you can do so by finding us on Instagram, Reddit, Facebook, and on our YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button for auto-downloads to listen first thing every Monday morning Mm -hmm. because we tell you every single week. Absolutely. You need us in your ear holes. Yes. On your boring drive-in. Thank you all. Mm Thank you thank to you. all of the Patreon members. that helped thank keep, you, Lennon. I thank you, Josh. All right. <laughs> thank you and to all of our Patreon members Absolutely. who help keep this podcast a reality. We are grateful mm-hmm. for your continued support. If you haven't yet become a member and would like to support us, yeah. head to our Patreon, or if you're feeling a little classy, check out our merch selection on our website to visually show your support to your friends and
1: family. Sir, links are in the description below. Just click on It goes right to it. Yes, it does. Check our five... Check our five... No, 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 no! Drop us. I uh, usually
0: check our six. That's check behind it. us. <laughs> Dro- drop us a five star rating and write us a review. Tell us
1: what you love and how you were enjoying the show. Hey, Sh- we say it every week. I know the giveaway is over. We'll do another one later, but it really does help us as monotonous and, and even know, if you just do not a, monotonous. I'm sorry. Cut that word monotonous. Tedious. As as often and boring as you you constantly hear it, it does help us just. Helps the, us quick to grow. Th- the quick three seconds to even just hit a five, exactly. Yeah. And it helps us to uh, if keep us going, keep going, yes, yeah. exactly.
0: Which we, we would like to do for sure. I enjoy the hell out of this.
1: We do. Um, I know we mentioned this about a month ago, and I wasn't ready to do it, but subscribe to our YouTube channel, okay? Okay, every month, and this is July, mid July, so everybody in the past and everybody that subscribes in the next couple weeks. Are going to be entered into um, a giveaway every month. Okay, uh, every new subscriber will be entered into a giveaway. You're not entered in every month. That'd be a little much. Yes, or would it? Um, and we'll be giving away a fifty dollar gift card. Okay, and we. Uh, it's mostly me. I'm giving away a fifty dollar gift card because I handle the YouTube. Where's this gift card to? It's a uh, what they call it, vanilla? It's a vanilla. It's a it's a it's a wherever you like.
0: A Visa uh, one. Visa, thank you.
1: <laughs> Wherever you like.
0: We're giving you vanilla
1: ice cream gift card. Yes. For $50. Only
0: vanilla. Hey, that's the best kind.
1: Yeah. But you have to subscribe. And the thing is, is I need to be able to see who the hell you are. Because uh, if you're hidden on YouTube, I can't see you. Sure. Which means you don't get entered. So sure. unhide yourself.
0: Unhide it. Can I subscribe if you entered? No, no.
1: Unfortunately. Shit. Unfortunately. You know, I love vanilla ice cream. Not... Have, yeah, that would be unfair, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, please proceed. I shall. I've been forgetting for multiple episodes. To I forgot, that. too. <laughs> so tell us what you love and how you're
0: enjoying the show. Share us on your socials to tell your cryptid-loving friends and family about us. Subscribe, hit the bell, and subscribe for $50 on YouTube. This yeah. all helps us to grow and bring you even more great content for you to enjoy. Do it! Join us next Monday for our next incredible episode. You may write us, rate us, review us, but remember to always... Stay curious, be vigilant, and don't touch my Sasquatch. Don't do
1: it. He's uh, currently remote viewing Jupiter today. Ooh. Yeah. Peace. See ya. Peace. See ya. Woo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. You ready? One, two, three.
1: Oh, that was very close. That had to be it. That was excellent. With your fucking green on. Yeah. And I was like, you're not on my team. You haven't <laughs> been the whole time. <laughs> Sorry before that I ran off. <laughs> I was like instant, like, get out of here. The thing I didn't know is if we shot our own teammates, did it deduct yes. book? Book. Points. Because yes. I actually shot my own teammate like 15 times. That's first game we played. Like the first round, I should say. Mm-hmm. I had the fuck, the suit I had, which seemed to be the same suit, had no sound. The second game, also my shit was talking to me. I was like, "This is so much easier." <laughs> yeah. Nice hit, nice hit, nice hit. Oh, I'm fucking killing it
0: over <laughs> here. Into the CIA's investigation and tests, yes, sir. Let's talk about the man himself. In, do we do an LHC for this?
1: Yeah, I was, uh, I was
0: hoping you would. In, so going squatching. Uh, so graphic. <laughs> the Lord's work. The Lord's work. Hey, yeah. tell me her thought. I was her.
1: Why is she wearing a penis? <laughs> <laughs> ah, penis. Uh, oh, But I'm oh, going to cut okay. it. <laughs> All right, we're okay. going to cut both those. Uh, yeah, hence the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> One, drink time. <laughs> oh, I never thought about that. Oh, sorry. I need to adjust <clears> that. <throat> well, it's going to be a lot of noise for a sec. Oh, oh, well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. His... <laughs> okay, well, I'll fix you later. All right. All right. He went, peace be with you. Oh. Peace be with you. My child. Oh. <laughs> no. Yes. Oh, we're still on. We're, we're still recording. Oh, we're Hold on. That. Let's let's stop recording <laughs> audio now. <laughs>